Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our campaign is Masks of Nair Lapidat. It was written by Larry Dettilio, Lynn Willis, Mike Mason, Lynn Hardy, Paul Fricker, and Scott Dorward, and it's available from the Chaosium website. Our game master is Morgan Llewellyn, and this is episode three. Our recap will be done by Mick Swan as his character, Morris Mitchell. So, without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Nick? I thought this was going to be easy money. Just sign up, go on an expedition with some rich nutcase, and come back a few months later when he doesn't find his pyramid made of gold or whatever he's looking for. I couldn't have been more wrong. Everything started going south when we went to visit a Professor Sanchez only to find a student stabbed to death and Professor Sanchez himself being attacked by Mendoza, the geezer we met at the hotel with Larkin. Mendoza turned out to have something wrong with him, something very wrong, some sort of slug thing inside him and a taste for sucking the fat from human beings. Look, I've spent a long time at sea I've heard all sorts of tall tales about islands appearing and disappearing, Atlantis, fishmen, human sacrifices, whistles that can cause storms, all sorts of tales. But this, this thing I saw with my own eyes. Mendoza was some kind of monster, I swear to God. We belted seven shades of shit out of him, knocked him flat out, and he just kept coming back. One of the Yanks, Lebeau, stabbed him in the head and a few minutes later he just jumped up and ran for it i gave chase with chapman and we managed to catch up with him down the road i, I tried to trip him up but i missed luckily chapman had picked up a gold rod he found at the professors and used it to clout mendoza around the head at which point mendoza starts melting and bubbling like he's been hit with a red hot iron that last blow seems to have done for him so we went back to wait for the ambulance and the police some of the others found a diary or a journal or something about some conquistadors who found a pyramid. One of them developed a taste for human fat and his name was Mendoza, Luis Mendoza. It must just be a coincidence. The police finally arrived and questioned anyone, everyone, inspected the student's corpse and made sure that Professor Sanchez got to the hospital. The others went with him while Chapman and I went to Larkin's hotel to check on him wary that he might be infected by whatever Mendoza had. We were shown up to Larkin's room where we banged on the door, but no response. Chapman went for the key while I stood guard, and when he returned, we headed into the room. It was a mess, a rotten, stale mess. Bottles of dope and dirty syringes all over the place. A real dope fiend, though, Mr. Larkin. He kept that one quiet. He was lying on the bed, spark out, some kind of tattoo on his chest, like a spiral with claws and a man or something it's too dark to tell anyway i gave him a whiff of the smelling salts and he came too groggy but conscious he didn't seem to know where he was and we couldn't get much sense out of him beyond the fact that he seemed surprised that mendoza had attacked someone and even more shocked to find out that he was dead i would have left it at that to be honest i mean the man was paying me after all chapman mentioned the gold bar and i had this idea of seeing whether it had the same effect on him that on mendoza in retrospect that was a mistake. As I touched Larkin with the gold bar, his skin prickled and his whole demeanour changed. 
he became oddly calm and a, an inky darkness began to fill his eyes until they were solid, glossy black. His tone became ominous and commanding, his manner anything but that of a junkie. We pressed him further and then I'm, I'm not really sure what happened next. Perhaps he had something in his hand, acid or something, but there was this flash of green and the next thing I know Chapman was clutching his chest and crying out in pain. I lashed out with the rod and hit him as hard as I could, but he just stood there, bold as brass, and told me I was sacked. When it was my turn, he did something with his hand and a, another flash of green and then horrible, horrible pain, like I've never felt the like of it. An indescribable pain, like burning in my chest. I dropped to the ground as Chapman shivved him in the neck and he slumped down, the blackness fading from his eyes as he whispered, thank you. And there he was, dead. While I dragged myself to my feet and stumbled to the door, Chapman searched the room and found a mask or something. I didn't really have a chance to see it. I was too busy trying to get out. All I could think about was getting a cab and getting to the hospital. The next bit's a blur. I remember being in the street and then being in a car, then being in a bed. Chapman was there and then Fox and the rest of them. There was all sorts of discussions going on, but it was just noise to me. I wasn't really with it. One thing I do remember, though, was everyone deciding to carry on with the mission and Fox saying he'd pay me. I remember that very clearly. They all seem to think there's something in this story about the pyramid. And to be fair, we found a fair bit of gold already. So maybe this is my big chance, a chance to get back what I lost on that bit of land. I don't know, though. This is a weird old business. It would take a lot of gold to make this worth my while. I've only been here a day or so, and I'm already in hospital with crack quacks coming in and telling me they haven't got a clue what's wrong with me. I'll go along with it, but if there's any more weird shit like this, I'm off. I'll bail out and leave them. Running a steamer up to Iquitos was a shit job. What with the heat and the mosquitoes and every bugger seemingly a pickpocket in that town. But I never had to deal with fat sucking slugs or black eyed acid throwers. So maybe it wasn't the armpit I thought it was. Stone me. What a life. All right, market. Right, yeah, so but this is this is now the Octavius Fox expedition. That's right. And so it is currently the evening of Saturday. Larkin's trucks that he hired are coming on Monday. So you guys have a day or so to Sunday, yeah. Yeah, yeah to to do whatever else you want to do before the trucks come. I oh. still am interested in tracking down what I'm, I'm, I'm assuming at this point, well, Christopher's assuming at this point that Ruth is dead. Um, but he wants to find out what has actually happened to Ruth, so he has something to tell Charlotte. Um, so is there any way... Have, do, would I have known if they've discovered Larkin's body yet? Um, so you would know that, the, that they've killed Larkin. Yeah. Um... I mean, like the authorities, the hotel, have they discovered the body yet? Um, you guys have him back there, so you don't know. Okay, cool. All right. Because the, the old lady that was running the hotel ran off when things went crazy. Uh, which you, yes. Shit. So they Probably get the police. This is not going to be good. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be laying low and visiting the college to pick up as many 
many books and read them. I would like very much to have a few drinks with Mr. Jackson Elias. Of course. So we have Frederick who's looking at books. Octavius who's meeting with Jackson. I would like to meet with Jackson too. He yeah. has some questions to answer. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go with the other two and, uh, and go see uh, Jackson as well. All right, and Morris, are you chilling at the hospital? I'm, I'm just going to stay at the hospital for the time being and rest. I, I, I don't feel up to doing anything not, not after that. So, uh, Mr. Jackson, what you drinking? Uh, just uh, whatever tequila I can get, I guess. It's been a yeah, been an interesting day. So, you said that you were interested in death cults. Yes, I was recently in India. Um, doing some research there from uh, a book that I've submitted um, On the to my publishers. And this is for, yes, yes, exactly. And now here I am uh, well, looking for material for the next one. And oh boy, have I found something this time. Well, I don't know that we found a death cult, but we certainly found a weird. Well, I don't know what we found. How long have you been here with Larkin and his group? Is this, have you just recently arrived just ahead of us? Or have you been embedded working for a while here? No, no. I was first um, kind of caught a scent when I was in Puno. Um, and then I came up here to Lima. So I've only known Larkin for a week or two longer than you. Uh, any kind of weird behavior out of him? I mean, for what, uh, from what Frederick and... Uh... And Morris said, holy crap. Um, I mean, he was, uh, I didn't see him around much. Um, so just felt more like a recluse to me. He, I don't know, I never bothered to follow him back to his hotel. It, uh, it sounds to me an awful lot like, you know, what they call uh, spirit possession. Um, and you get that a lot with, uh, you know, African uh uh, which doctor tribes and uh, Christopher should know all about it being from New Orleans. Yes, that's. I don't know what we're up. Me. I don't know what we're up against. You know, in my, my previous experience, weird stuff is usually a, you're able to uh, explain it with, uh, you know, some charlatan pulling some magic tricks, trying to bilk a bunch of people out of money. But in this case, that's not what we saw. Yeah, I've seen a lot of strange shit around this world, but this is nuts. This is n dangerous. You know, I got to tell you something weird that happened to me. Back when uh, I was a young fella, uh, I was in New Mexico, and I saw a girl possessed by the devil, supposedly. Uh, had had her the demon driven out of her by a, by a priest, and that's that's not the unusual thing. But you know, when she was under this sort of spirit, she was different. She her facial expressions were different. Her she growled. She sounded more like a man than a woman. 
and then later on, when I was in uh, in uh, the Mediterranean, I saw an an old man possessed, supposedly by a demon, who growled and did similar things to this little girl. But the weirdest thing was, when I looked at his face, it was the same face as that little girl. I mean, not exactly, but it had exactly the same facial expressions. And I have a horrible feeling that we're going to see that guy again. That now I didn't get to see him, but you guys did. Keep your eyes open for that face. That's all I'm I'm warning you about. Yes, I would I would agree with that. So, Jackson, what's your take on continuing continuing on with this mission? Oh, I think that we should get out there. Um, there's a friend of mine that lives in Puno, and uh, through her, I have, I'm pretty confident that that pyramid is out there, and that there's more people uh, who are associated with uh, Mendoza. Well, look, I, 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 yeah, I, I gotta agree because um, from uh, now, would I have the letters that Ruth sent Charlotte, like the correspondence that yeah. she sent? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm going to, um, I probably have those on me. Um, and I'm like, listen, so this is, this is the whole reason I came here was to track down this girl, Ruth, as you all know. Now, by the sounds of these letters, Ruth met Larkin, fell in love with him and was going to be helping him with some sort of expedition. But this was months ago. This doesn't match up with this expedition. Now, as you put it so, uh, so well, Mr. Fox there, um, being from the wall and so I've seen a lot of stuff, a lot of voodoo, a lot of things that are probably not the norm. What I'm concerned about and what I've seen so far and this, this, I have a feeling that Larkin and Mendoza, all these guys have already been to this temple and there might be something to do with some human sacrifice type stuff. And that's why they were dragging us back there because they needed more people. So I need to track down what's happened to this Ruth girl. And I think, uh, I'm I'm I, I'm with Jackson. I think we need to get to Puno, and and uh, if he's got some contacts there, we need to track down what what else is going on. Because I, I think these guys have got more people working for them than just Mendoza and Larkin. There's going to be other factors, and we got to stick together, and uh, and and try and stop whatever these guys were planning to do. You say we need to get think, to that temple. You say you think there's more people working for them. Mm-hmm. Are you suggesting maybe? The local authorities here? Oh, man, a place like this, I mean... No, I think it's too far away for here. No, no, no. They're not not so involved here. No. I think it's more like potentially... Uh, well, I, I mean, you, you'd be the expert. I don't know much about uh, Peru and, and the like, but uh, would there be tribes or anything? Or, you know, local people of, uh, you know... Yeah, I think there's still more primitive... Uh, not necessarily primitive, but people who are living in the old, old-fashioned ways. Well, potentially, you know, that could be a problem for us. They may have um, banded with with one of the tribes or something, and and you know, closer to where we're going, and we could get ambushed. We need to be all the locals. Armed. Locals might be kept in check by by fear. I mean, uh, uh, Mister Mister Elias, you you've dealt with these cults before. Isn't that usually the case? The people are afraid. Yes, so and, the that's, and that's the case. That's the case that I found here. The people in Puna refused to go with Larkin. Um, 
I heard of Larkin through them. He was there trying to get them to go out there, but they refused to go. Now, see, in cases like that, I usually think that there's some sort of charlatan behind it mm. because he does things to scare the people so that they think. But in this case, there's something scary out there. Yeah. So. And it was them that warned me about this whole Carissery business. I, you know, I didn't believe them. I just thought it was more folk talk. But So at the right. moment, <laughs> we know of only one weapon. And that's our golden bar. Do we? Is what do you? You know, you probably out. you probably know more about magic than I do, Mister LeBeau. <laughs> Is there something well, that's we can what, do? Well, that's why I was trying to I was trying to make a phone call through to um to to a family member of mine back home who who uh, is more of an expert in uh in in the likes of this kind of thing. Um, I've asked for them to, to keep trying back at the hotel, so possibly there may could be a message for me when I get back. But uh, we, what, what we need to find out is um, we need to actually find out what this golden bar is. Um, I can't remember who it was, maybe suggested maybe replicating it, but I don't know if that's the case. But if we find out what exactly it is. Well, more, we like, maybe... more like how it works. Exactly. What is, what is it about the bar that hurts hurts these right. things hurts the, is, is it the symbol is it the is substance it the gold? is exactly. it the shape yeah yeah once we know what that is that's what we can then try and, and make a work on but i mean at, yeah. at the same time there's no harm in us being well armed with the old-fashioned you know uh western weapons and, and the like i mean they, they still do damage not quite as much but uh, i still would like prefer our team to be uh well i'm now look i i know a little bit about archaeology but I'm a private investigator by trade, so I'll, be, I'll take a back seat when it comes to the expedition. Um, keep an eye out, see if I see anything funny. I read people pretty well, but uh, I'll leave the, most of the expedition sort of stuff to you gentlemen. I'm, I'm sort of thinking to myself that, uh, that one, we need something we can stick in our mouths to keep the slug things from getting into our mouths. Well, he went through my chest. He just bit well, me. The slug thing with your, your chest? Yeah, the, the slug thing attached right here. And ow, that really hurt. Uh, and, oh, you, um, you're talking about, though, Mr. That was Mr. What's his name, right? A Mendoza. Mr. Mendoza. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. thinking about the slug thing that he tried to put in, in uh, Sanchez. Um, oh, right. Sanchez, yeah. Um, now, speaking of the uh, good professor, I think they're. There might be something in his notes. He was uh, researching a lot of the folklore in the area that might help us with this this problem. If there's something about this gold object that helps stop Mendoza, perhaps, or something else. Yeah, Miss Miss Rizzo, God rest her soul, she uh, seemed to be onto something. She was on the verge of either discovering or, or getting a hold of that golden bar there. Maybe they already knew something about it. Yeah, she had it right by her side when uh, Chris and I came in. Too bad we were too late. So, do we have those notes? I think they're back at the uh, back at the hotel. We should go through those thoroughly. Maybe we can yeah. sit around a table and uh, each of us take a bit of it and read through it. Good. Mm. Better to go in armed and uh, ready for fat-sucking vampires. Also, uh, keep in mind, gentlemen, uh, I think our, our uh, friends, uh, Chapman and, and Michener, 
could be in a little bit of a pickle with the uh, the authorities. It sounds like the the the, the, the lady at the desk at the uh, hotel may have seen them, you know, have the altercation with with Larkin, and it won't take long for them to work out that Larkin's dead, and so there could be some heat on uh, Chapman and Michener. Um, well, why don't two of us get a room at another hotel, and then get the two of them out of the hospital? And yeah. slip them into that room. And then when the trucks arrive in a day, we can all convene and move on. On that, on that, just because just we're just talking about, you know, people potentially working with Larkin and the like. Is it safe for us to be using the trucks that he's hired and the people that he's hired? Would it be better for us to try and escape in the night? You know, I mean, Octavia, you've got some money. Perhaps we can try and get well. away... It's Secretly. just trucks, not drivers. Is Larkin's, it drivers and trucks or just no, trucks? No, it's it's a full team. I think I think Mr. Lebeau, you're you're used to probably good old uh, New Orleans uh, uh, police and stuff like that out here in the middle of Peru. I think it's very likely one. I mean, I don't know this for sure. It could all go bad. It could all go south. But uh, 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 our lady, first of all, she didn't know their names, and second, she might be afraid of them and not tell anybody because she's afraid of reparations and uh, they might not find right they, they might not find Mr. Larkin for a few days. That's a big risk to take. Well, no, she saw, she, uh, from what I understand from the gentleman, she saw them uh, the altercation. She ran away because they started the fight. Oh, well, she, they were upstairs. She yeah, probably heard she the gunshots. Little... She heard the gunshots no, she, and ran. She was in the doorway. Oh, I thought she'd left. No, no, she let them in. Well, that's true. Well, we it's going to be, it's well, going to take us I... longer. It's going to take us longer to try to put together our own trucks. You know, he probably hired those a few weeks ago. True. If we could find out who he hired them from, we could maybe redirect them and then take them. I mean, not take them, but pretend to be the ones that they're redirected to. Mm. Let me see what I can do. Let me see what well, I that's do. the other thing that's, I literally just thought of this. If they find out that Larkin's dead before Monday, they're not going to bring the trucks. The guy that's paying them is dead. Well, it's not like everybody's connected here. It's likely he wouldn't know. He wouldn't find out until he got here and find out there was no no Mr. Larkin waiting for him. Well, unless one of us poses as Mr. Larkin. Well, that's what I was going to say. Let me take care of that. It's the kind of business mm -hmm. that I do, so I can see what I can do. All right. I'll try and I'll try and determine who he might have called. Uh, there's probably not very many options. I'll find out who he called. I'll call them. I'll tell them that there's going to change of plans simply because Mr. Larkin has had to go away and, uh, and that I'm in charge of the expedition and that I'll make it worth their while for the inconvenience. They're just after their money. Well, what I'll do is uh, I'll do a bit of, uh, I guess, detective in work and I'll try and work out quite how bad a situation our friend Chapman and Michener are in with the uh, the authorities 
Hopefully um, none yet, but yeah. Yeah, well, it's better safe than sorry. So, um, yeah. Grinwell, do you want to do you want to join me with that? Certainly. All right. And I'll I'll go up and see what I can piece through with the papers. All right. Well, we can all reconvene here in about an hour. And, all right. Uh, Sounds good. We'll meet you upstairs and uh, go over the papers with you. All right. So that's what we'll do. Excellent. So we're gonna cut back to Frederick real fast. So Frederick, you're already going through those papers. Yep. So last I last I remember, I had the I had the journal. Yep. And so while I'm in the hospital, or at least until I'm released, I'm gonna be going through those notes. Okay, but while you guys are going under undergoing medic, medical care, each uh, Morris and Frederick, you can both recover two hit points. Okay. As they do what they can for you. Uh, they've never seen injuries like this, so. Acid burns. Yeah, very, very peculiar acid burns. So, they apologize that there's not much that they can do for you, really. Um, so yeah, while I'm bedridden and recovering, I'm gonna bookworm as hard as I can. All right, so anything particular that you're looking for or are you just? Uh, well, how, so how long am I going to be um, stuck in the hospital for that first, first thing? That is gonna keep you there for maybe two hours okay i'm gonna i'm gonna start reading um not not quite cover to cover but i'm going to uh, flick through the journal until i start finding relevant stuff and then from there on i'm just gonna read as much as i can okay so as you're as you're flipping through through rizzo's journal um, you can see some some initials. She has like a list of books that she was looking, and then from those she found some references to some other material. And eventually, she came across this this old, this very old kind of thick manuscript about these conquistadors. And from there, it seems that she found the last confessions, um, where she derived the notes that she was preparing to deliver to you guys before she met her end. Okay, and that's. That's all that's in there. Yeah, that's all her okay. notebook seems to to cover. Uh, what's the what's the name of the tome that she was reading from? It's notes from it's notes from like uh, Gaspar Figueroa um, from 1543. Okay. So I'm going to make a note of that, and as soon as that doesn't I'm... really, yeah, it doesn't really seem to be from like a book per se, but more of like gathered, like somebody's graduate project okay. was to like a compiling this, yeah, a compilation. Yeah. So I'm gonna make a mental note because as soon as I'm out of the hospital and it's open hours at the college, I'll try and walk in and snag that book 
Okay, so that will be, so this is still Saturday night now, Saturday evening, Saturday night. So tomorrow you'll go into the college. Yeah. And, okay. Morris, how are you feeling? Oh, not good, a little bit better. The, yeah. Um, yeah, not good at all. I don't think my guts are rough uh, in a very long time. Yeah, do they have you on some painkillers? Yes, yeah, they're, they're giving me something. I've no idea what they are, but um, taking the edge off it, still, uh. it still hurts a bit, though. What do you, do you think it was acid that he threw at us? Oh, maybe. That'd be the I most logical some, I thing. I saw something green, like... A, like a flash, right? Yeah, like, well, maybe, maybe it was... Maybe it was a green bottle. Maybe. To tell, but, um... Well, I didn't. I didn't see a bottle. Oh well. No, you know what really gets me though is um, there's, there's no sign of anything on my clothes. You know, I didn't think. Uh, I didn't think about no that. There's no acid burns yeah. on any of my clothes. It's just, it just uh, whatever it was went straight through. Maybe it's something that only burns right. skin. But, um, Maybe it hmm, might react with the oils. I know there's there's not likely to be oils in your clothes, but there's oils on your skin. That could be it. Well, I'm I'm no scientist. I've I've no idea. Hmm. I just wish they could do more for it. I just you know. Right. I feel like shit. It's horrible. Yeah. I didn't... Well, it's... Uh, the pain on mine's growing a little bit. And it's probably adrenaline, but I, I... I felt bad coming out of the... coming out of that, out of that room, but still functional now. I'm just... Ugh, I'm dragging. I mean, you you saw his eyes as well, though, didn't you? Yeah. I didn't imagine that. Shadows, maybe? Who knows? No. You know, Fox, Fox said he reckoned it was demonic possession. Well, <clears throat> in my in my experience, um, well, I'm from the from the Southwest, the American Southwest, mostly. And, uh, well, I've never seen a chupacabra, but whatever, whatever causes people to start talking about chupacabras is usually pretty darn dangerous. Well, I don't know. I've heard lots of tales of all sorts of strange things at sea. And I've seen a few things too, but never anything like that. Hmm. Uh, it might. I'm just saying it might not be. Uh, it might not be supernatural, but that doesn't make it any less, any less serious. Hmm. Yeah. Well, who knows what's out there in that jungle? Someone gets infected right, with something. Right. Wouldn't be surprised if that's what it was. You know, I think that that book they found. 
that, that mentioned another Mendoza. There, there could be a whole family of people just infecting themselves with something on purpose. A whole family of Mendozas. Sort of or something. Yeah. You know, the people, I shouldn't say it really, but you know, when you get up north in the jungle, <clears throat> people up there, they don't get out much. Mm. There's a lot of places up there where there's a lot of inbreeding, especially amongst the Spanish. You know, because they don't like breeding, they don't like getting involved with the natives. So the old Spanish families they keep to themselves and they go a bit funny after a few. Yeah, we had some. We had some families like that over in uh, over in the hills of Eastern California. I reckon that could be what Mendoza is, you know, a few hundred years of inbreeding. You know, who knows where that's going to end up. Right, right. So girl in every port, that's the cure. <laughs> you want my words. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go lay down for a little bit. Yeah, uh, me too. I need to sleep this off. I don't know what the hell they're yeah, giving what, me. But... What are you doing? What are you doing even out of your bed? Well, I was just, I was just, um, I practically had to carry out it. Go. Yeah. That, uh, if I try having a smoke in here, the nurse gives me grief. Oh, well. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Time for another kip. Yep. I'll see you later. All right. So we'll go to, to Octavius. So you were going to yeah I'm uh, I'm, the... I'm trying to get a hold of the Carrero trucking company yes see all right this is the Carrero trucking company ah you speak English excellent um yeah well we uh I'm an associate of uh of uh, Mr. Um, some associate, huh? <laughs> hey, don't don't worry about it, Mr. Uh, uh, Mr. Larkin. Uh, he's apparently hired a number of trucks. Mr. Larkin, Mr. Ah, ah Augustus. Yes, Mr. Augustus, Augustus Larkin. Larkin. I see that we have a uh, few of our trucks coming. Uh, they're picking up some supplies, heading into Lima, and they're taking you gents out to Puno. Is that, is there, is there a problem? No, well, there, there's a change in, uh, not in our schedule, but Mr. Larkin will not be present. Uh, my name oh. is, my name is Mr. Octavius Fox. Uh, I will be taking over uh, Mr. Larkin's position. Um, I would like to set a new rendezvous point, if possible. Oh, um, uh, I, I, I'm sorry, but it's our, it's our policy to. Uh, I, I would like to get some verification from Larkin, if I could. Unfortunately, he's left the country. He's, he's left. Yes, apparently there was a death in the family. Oh well, um, I'm sorry, Mr. Fox, but um, if we're dealing with the uh, people are trying to schedule us out of out of country, uh, that's going to uh, occur additional fees. Well, I'm all I'm saying to you, sir, is that you know I'm taking over the expedition. I can pay you. I can continue on with the regular schedule. 
I simply need to uh, move our rendezvous point uh, just a couple of miles uh, to the east. Um, uh, or I can go with another company and uh, you cannot get paid. All right, roll, I mean, roll your choice of, of persuade, intimidate. What, you want persuaded by my, <laughs> my logic? Uh, let's see. I rolled a 69. Uh, I rolled a 69, I got 65 Intimidate. So let me spend uh, four points of luck. So it's either right, that well, or you don't have... get paid. So there's, there's a pause on the other end of the line. It says, so Mr. Fox, where would you like to move that rendezvous point to? <laughs> yeah, let's move it to the corner of uh, of uh, Chipotle and uh, and uh, Tacobo. All right, same time. Uh, yeah, same time. Okay, well, I'll tell them to uh, reach a look for a uh, Mr. Fox then instead right. of Mr. Larkin. All right, same. The rest of the team is going to be the same. Well, okay, so we're fine. All right. So that's still a seven. Seven a.m. Oh, yes, seven, eight, so, seven, seven members going. Uh, actually, let me think, because Mr. Lock is not going to So six? Yeah, six of us. All right. All right. What time? Uh, what time? Uh, uh, here it says 10 o'clock. Is that when you're supposed to be here? Yep, 10 o'clock. All right, that works. See you then. Bye. Gracias. Jesus Christ. All right, so you were doing doing that. How so did you go with, with Octavius or did you go with Christopher? Uh, Christopher. All right. So where are you two heading? Uh, we're probably going to head to uh, the police station. All right. So that's, that's easy enough. Um, yeah. Seems to be one of the nicer buildings okay. around. Um, couple of, of cars are parked up front. Um, not really a whole lot of traffic in and out. But mm. See a few officers are smoking outside. Um, cool. So we'll, uh, we'll walk in and I'm going to go up to the, I guess, the front desk area um, situation and I'm going to ask in Spanish um, if I can speak to a detective or something of the like. Um, uh, what, what would be the reason? Um, a missing persons case. Missing. Uh, and then I'm going to pull out, um, the picture of Ruth, uh, and just give it a quick explanation of like, and, and my private investigator ID and say that I've come here from, been hired by a family in New Orleans to track down, um, their sister and, and so on and so forth. No. Okay. She goes and, um, See this? She, she 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 stands up and she walks into one of the back offices. You can see her mm -hmm. chatting with somebody, and eventually you see a an, an older man in a suit yeah. kind of walks over. While she goes in, I'm going to take a quick kind of glance over the desk and on the walls to see if there's any kind of if I can see any like quickly like the name of the hotel or. If I can see like a sketch drawn of, of Chapman and Mitch and that sort of uh, stuff. Okay, make make a spot hidden. Okay. 
That is a 13. That is a pass. I'll just check on what it is. Yeah, you you don't that see any of that. String pass. Yeah, you don't see any of that, but uh, you're pretty sure that that lady talking to the other detective is the old lady from the Hotel Espana. Talking very vigorously with one of the uh, detectives who's taking a lot of notes. Okay. All right. Um, cool. All right. Um, so then, yeah, the, the other detective comes comes yep. and talks to me. Um, again, I'm going to explain to him the situation. So I was hired by... Uh, I'm not going to say that I'm... I'm not going to mention Larkin or anything like that. I'm just going to say that um, I was hired um, to to come and track her down and the last known whereabouts was here. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm and, going to explain uh, that Hauser is my friend who... Uh, um, just happened to be nearby and, and has uh, has joined me. Um, and if he has any information about missing persons or like, you know, has had any, if there's been any Jane Doe's of the description of uh, of Ruth and that sort of thing. Um. So so he thinks. Um... Tells you not really anything that he remembers. Um, they haven't really seen any any girl that matches her description. Mm-hmm. Lately, no missing persons reports. Um, he vaguely recalls something from. Yeah, you can do a psychology, but he vaguely, still, he vaguely recalls maybe a phone call a couple of months ago from somebody. Okay. Asking about their sister. Um, okay. But. She couldn't be found. Um, I've got a regular pass on the psychology. Yeah, it does. It seems that he doesn't really care all that much. Okay. You know, you're here. You're an American. You're looking for another American. Cool. So he's I'm, like, kind of his attitude is like, it's not our job to keep track of you people. Right. So it is the kind. Um, they're the kind of place that I expected they were. They really, they don't want to help foreigners and that sort of they're stuff. They're like, yeah, whatever. Uh, make yeah, a, okay. Yeah. Make a luck check. Luck check. Okay. Shit. Yes, I know exactly. I'm taking this luck check now. Oh, 88. All right. It's not going to be good. No, so I, 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 as you're talking short. to you, you, you feel a tap on your shoulder. Okay, I, I turn around. And you see it was the detective that was talking to the uh, the old lady. Yeah. Yes, and he sir? says, uh, excuse me. Yeah. Do you have a, a moment to answer a couple of questions? Well, of course. Do you know anything about the, the missing missing girl? No, but uh, what can you tell me about a Mr. Larkin? Larkin, and then I'm gonna pull out um the uh, the the letters um that I've got, and I go, yeah, Larkin. He was the guy that uh supposedly my uh, suspect was seen around. Do you, do you know him? Do you know where I can find him? Well, uh, you see, uh, this uh, madam over here thinks that you know him. And yeah, she said that uh, you were look, came in the other day uh, looking for your friend, Mr. Larkin, at her hotel. Yes. No, um, yeah. I, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And then apparently a few more of his friends showed up today. Well, I don't know about that. All I know is I've worked out what hotel he was staying in. Um, and when I, I was going to go there and question him about this missing person that I'm trying to find. Uh, and um, he wasn't in. He wasn't there. So I, I decided to come back later. But now... Uh, now I understand he's 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 gone missing. So I'm trying to trying to find some sort of lead. I don't know anything about uh, any other guys. Just me and 
me and my friend Hauser here. May I roll a fast talk? Yeah, sure. That um, is a past. Hard pass. All right. Do you mind if I could I could I ask the lady a few questions? Was that would that be possible? I'm a I'm a private investigator. That's nice. But listen, we have a murder on our hands. So I think your your cute little PI business can wait. A murder? Who's who's been murdered? Oh well, uh, your good friend uh, and suspect, Sir Larkin. What hotel are you staying at? <sighs> And I'll give him. Um, I'll give him my genuine hotel. Okay. That's, and I would recommend uh, not skipping town too quickly, if you. Of course. Uh, now, if you do get, uh, and I'll, this is to him and the other detective. If you do find any leads on this young lady, please do let me know. Um, obviously, she had some form of connection to Larkin. So, um, if he's dead, that makes me concerned about the, the young lady. And you see that, uh, or the same house, or can you make a luck check for me? Yeah. Ooh. 69. Luck, luck, luck. Oh, I just missed it. You see, you see a, a more of a uniformed officer, not necessarily a detective, comes and kind of taps on the guy who's kind of interrogating Christopher and whispers something to his ear, and he says, Oh! I see in you, sir. That's how, sir. You were involved with that, uh, the altercation at the university. Well, nice to see that our, our good friends from, from around the world have decided to come and start stirring up trouble right here in my little Lima. Yeah, it was uh, the attack on the lady in the university. We got there, mm -hmm. sadly, not fast enough before one of the locals here attacked and looked terribly like a murder to her or of her this yeah. is not a safe place looks like mm. well it seems that you two showing up people end up dead i forgot from the report there's more than just the two of you are your friends staying at the same hotel as you are? Uh, well, like I said, I'm, I, I'm, I'm just here on my investigation. The house I've known for a few years now and uh, just happened to be close by and decided to come and help me with my investigation. I, I don't know of any other uh, yeah. people. We, yeah. I'm Sorry. traveled to this area. I've been here a half a dozen times before. I'm a journalist. I've checked in around. I'm pretty well known around here. Hmm. All right. Well, you just you just go back and you just let all your friends that aren't here now to uh, not leave town Certainly. for a while. Oh, cool. I have some questions we might like to ask them. Oh. No problem. Like I said, if you find anything else about my investigation, you let me know. No, I won't hesitate. And then we'll uh, we'll make our way out. Um, Obviously, on this we're we're stopped or anything. Um, um, as we actually leave the building and get past the police officers that were outside, um, kind of make our way down the um, the block a little bit. Um, I'm gonna pull 
Hauser down like a, a few alleyways. I want to kind of make some kind of you know, some cut turners and um, turn some corners and stuff to get some space. Um, and then, uh, oh yeah, wait. as you as you cut down that first alleyway, you can you can see an officer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I thought, yeah. Um, so I'm gonna try and do that enough that I feel comfortable that we've probably lost whoever's following us, and um, I'll kind of make a symbol to Hauser to keep quiet, and then I'm gonna look out for a little bit just to see if anyone is following. Um, once I, I just feel. Okay, spot him. Yes. Can I uh, make one as well? I'm, oh, six. Oh, you made it. You're good. Yeah, I got no six. six yep. Yeah. Nobody. You seem to have lost. Okay. Awesome. Whoever this in the follow you. So. Um. All right. I'm gonna say to Hauser. Um. Okay. This is uh, what needs to happen. This needs to happen extremely quickly. We need to get to the hotel. We need to get our bags. Get everything. We need to get the rest of the guys together. We need to vacate the hotel. We need to go somewhere else. Um, we need to check into some like hole in the wall kind of motel. Yet not a, not a nice established place. We've got to go somewhere a bit grungy. Uh, we've got to change our look somehow. Uh, maybe we could buy some local clothes, that kind of thing. Dial here um, just to kind of get off the grid a bit. Um, it sounds like uh, chat from what I could tell from that lady, she was given, she was talking a lot. So I think Chapman and Michener, they're pretty much up shit creek without a paddle. They know what you and I look like, um, but they're not going to stop to ask questions to, to Michener and Chapman. You and I, we kind of slid through because they couldn't really pin anything on us. Yeah. Chapman and Michener, we, we need to get Michener out of the hospital. Um, and literally, we're just going to, he, he won't be able to leave the room. Um, cause I don't think he's going to be willing to chop off that gorgeous bed of his, um, but yeah, that's, that's the our only option. Um, let's see if Octavius has managed to get some, some early trucks or, or something like that. And we need, we need to jump ship, get out. Um, yeah, maybe even get out of not just another hotel here in, oh yeah, uh, if we, in if, uh, Lima, but get out of Lima. Yeah. A hundred percent. If we can do that tonight. Then we don't have to worry about the yeah. hotel thing. We need just to just and under, under the cover of darkness. Yeah. Yeah. Bruno can can be the following day, but the first get out of Lima. Um yeah, cool. Um so that's what we're obviously gonna do. We're gonna make our way through the back alleys to try and get back to the hotel. Um and um my plan is basically if there's no one there, is I'm gonna leave notes for them and me and Hauser are probably just gonna try and get off somewhere and get them to rendezvous with us elsewhere because it's not safe for us to be at the hotel. So good. Yeah. Okay, so you guys rendezvous back up with Octavius. Okay, cool. Um, Frederick, did you, are you still at the hospital? Yep, you and Morris are still there. What's up, fellas? Um, so obviously we fill you in with what's just transpired. <laughs> well, look, look. One, they probably followed you back here. Did you give them? Did you give them where you were staying? Yeah. Well, then they didn't need to follow you back. They already know you're here. Um, we need to. We can move. We can move to another hotel. However, I moved the rendezvous point. We got our trucks and everything. I moved. It's about. Yeah, that's uh, not for another. That's not for another two days. That's tomorrow. 
Saturday. They come, the trucks come, or were coming in on Monday. Right, I thought this was Sunday. Saturday. Well, still, they're coming in on Monday, but they're coming in in two days. Lima is a gigantic city. It's the largest city in Peru. Uh, three miles from here, nobody's going to know we're there. What about Chapman and Michener? Well, let's just go get them, a, go tell them where we are. We'll get their stuff and move it. We've got to get okay. them out, because I think the police will be, especially after Frederick and uh, Morgan. Yeah. Well, they still don't know who they Yeah. Oh, they do. Trust we me. We got uh, 100% they know exactly who these guys are, what they look like. But here's the worst problem, maybe not worse, but connected. The, the police can call the hotel. They could have an uh, officer of the law waiting there, watching mm. their checkout. They might even prohibit their checkout. You probably shouldn't have uh, gone to the hotel. I mean, to the, the police. Uh, let them do all the work. Seems like you well, did some of their work for them. They did. They also uh, did. Uh, they did prove my uh, my suspicions correct. They're these 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 are the kind of uh, officers of the law that, um, if they can pin anything on us foreigners, they will. They're, they're, these these guys are crooked cops. Well, there's corruption in every city. Uh, it's yeah, not that big but, uh, a deal. It, there's no. Uh, there's no way we're gonna talk our way out of this one, unfortunately. Let's let's get our stuff. Let's. Uh, well. Actually, corrupt cops is kind of a good thing since I got money. Yeah. Um, let's uh, let's get our stuff. Uh, let's move. I'm sure there's uh, there's a couple of hotels over on Chipotle. Um, is there any message for me at the front desk? I don't know. I don't check your messages. Oh, so that was for uh, that was for Morgan. Who? That was yeah. So. Yeah, somebody did leave a message for you. Um, says that they, they've, they've never heard of the Carissery. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. This is what we've got to do. How's the, why don't you go to the hospital uh, and, uh, and inform uh, Mr. Mitchell and Mr. Chapman that we're moving? Let's move to this um, Hotel Luna. I see it here uh, over on, uh, I think it's got a longer name than that, but, you know, Luna, it's the one with the moon. Okay. Uh, we'll go over there. That's on Chipotle Boulevard. That's uh, three, uh, three and a quarter kilometers from here. Um, and everybody kind of, you know, don't look so obvious. <laughs> yeah. um, is the person behind the front desk of our hotel a female? I don't know. It depends on the time of day. Imagine. Yes or no? Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna try and charm the girl behind the desk um, to possibly organize for of the building that we can load the car up and get to the learner maybe under undercover a bit. So, what are you gonna say to her? Just um, tell her we're leaving. I just, I'm just going to explain it with that, you know, um, that we that me and my friends uh, need to make a quick getaway. And unfortunately some of the, uh, the, um, the locals uh, are trying to kind of pin some stuff on us and that I can make it worth a while. And, and I'm just going to make comments partway through about her eyes and how pretty her hair is and that sort of stuff. And uh, so on and so forth. Hope right, you don't fail. Sorry. Roll a charm. 
Okay. Oh, this could Luckily, really I'm backfire. Very good at this. Apparently, Christopher likes to just walk up to the police and say, "Hey, you know those people that you're looking for? We don't know uh, them." <laughs> that is a hard pass. Can I spin four luck and make it an extreme? Sure. Okay. Is there a proposal mixed in now? Ah, <laughs> uh, my beauty, I should take you away to America. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> just keep your mouth shut. Whatever, you, you, you seem to like hit something of like, there's like this mystery and it's dangerous and mm. now she gets to be a part of it and there's something exciting yeah. about that, so. She seems to be on board. Awesome, cool. So I've obviously teed up to have that sorted and get all the bags um, thrown in the right. back. So you're doing that, Hauser. You're going to go warn the guys. Yeah, I'm going to go to the. Side. I'm going to go to the Luna Hotel, the Luna Delgato or whatever it is, and I'll uh, and I'll get us set up there. Cool. All right, so. Luna getting set up at the Luna is no problem. Um, Christopher, are you grabbing grabbing the stuff and loading it into a cab and, and going? Or are you waiting for okay? Oh, no, I'm just going to get everyone's bags and belongings and stuff over to the new hotel, um, but trying to do it so that obviously they don't see us leaving. All right. Well, well, you you'll find Jackson up there studying. You guys got from. I'm sure that you fill them in and yeah, and tell me and I'll get, I'll get him to help me load up the cars and everything as well. Yeah. Okay, so you're heading off and how, sir? You're getting to the hospital. Yeah. Um, I'd like to uh, the cab that uh, I arrive in. I'd like to uh, offer whatever a good amount would be to have them wait. Um, I'd like to double that, make it really, really good. So please wait here. Yeah, I got, uh, we'll be coming out very shortly. And I'd like to not come in the front, but sort of step around. Am I seeing uh, police out front or along the side, coming in kind of casually from the side, not straight in the front door? All right, coming casually through the side, you don't see any police. Um... Okay. So um, I make my way to their room. And again, I'm not bolting straight in, just in the hallway. Am I seeing police? Oh, a, a nurse, a nurse, no police, but a nurse walks up to you and says, uh, sir, what can I do for you? Oh, yes. I'm looking for um, Frederick Chapman is, uh, uh, is here. We were here just earlier checking in on them. Want to make sure I brought them a couple biscuits here. Oh, oh, sure, yeah. She leads you back to their Frederick and Morris are right next to each other. So as I'm walking, I I strike up a conversation like, you know, how are they coming along? Is it are they looking? Um, she kind of has this like, they're going this kind of grave, uh, almost grave tone. Uh, they're they're coming along as uh, guess as good as we could expect. I, they got mixed up on something. Oh, it's horrible. Horrible. Well, thank you so much. You you, mm -hmm. you seem to be a good hospital at doing a good job. Thank you. So, uh, Fre Frederick. Morris. 
Oh, hey. So, um, it, are, is it just us in the room, or are they kind of... Uh... Um, so, not really individual rooms, per se. Um, it's more just seems to be like, like a long building with partitions, mostly, but there doesn't seem to be anybody nearby. Yeah, curtain partitions. Okay, so I, I fill in Frederick on uh, on the plan. We need to exit semi soon, um, sooner rather than later. We have your stuffs being moved, but um, this could become uh, a predicament pretty quickly if we do not relocate. Right, right. And I'm keeping it calm and smooth, and uh, I relay this to Morris as well. M Morris, you're in the in the same sharing like bed side by side. You're saying within the same partition, yeah. There. Okay. So I'm keeping it down. I'm not, you know, not shouting this here. Just sort of. Do do the doctors uh, mention when you are might be ready to move about? Or are you are you able to move about? This is not damage to your legs, right? I can I can move around. And, yeah, same. Um, but they've given me some painkillers. Don't do much. They haven't got a clue what's wrong with us. They they honestly they don't know what's they don't know what they're doing. Yeah, you you have the distinct impression that they also don't know when they should or shouldn't release you. So. Mm. So we did got... you bring any grapes? Grapes. I brought these two lovely muffins here from the hotel. Right. It's all carbohydrates. Mm. But I think we need to leave whether with or without uh, discharge papers because it's not going to be long. I would put it maybe an hour or two at tops before the police mm. show up wanting to secure you. I'm not certain of this, but it's this may go down this way. Yeah, they can be difficult buggers, possibly in police. We don't know how hard it would be to then defend you or break you out of this. We've got a a place to go. It's pretty safe, but it's not here. And then we can you can convalesce it there. Well. Well, to be perfectly honest, uh, the, well, you mentioned you went to the police, the station. Yeah. It's only a matter of time before they deduce where, which hospital mm -hmm. you got to. And you don't think a, uh, a plea of self-defense is going to hold up? It may. But when uh, LeBeau and I were talking to them, uh, we were we ran into them on a separate case for LeBeau's, LeBeau's uh, uh, search for the missing girl. And uh, the police agency there were incredibly suspicious of even us. So they were looking to blame somebody and seeing a bunch of foreigners come in. And at the same time, we've got the uh, murder at the university, the attack on Sanchez, and now Larkin, and, and San uh, there's there's a lot of dead people piling up. So they're looking for a scapegoat. Yeah. Well, I would. Afraid it might be you. 
Yeah. Yeah, it would it would take a a very unintelligent person to look at all this and realize that we aren't at the center of it, but oh I shit. I was hoping I was hoping I was hoping self defense would get us out of it. Especially with the uh how interesting our injuries are. Octavius does have a bunch of funds, so I mean, so we're we're at a crossroads, but we need to make a decision quickly because we do not have time. Yeah, I say we get out of here. I don't want to sit here just waiting for the police to turn up. Yep. I ha I yeah, have a cab uh... waiting for us. I have an address, but I'm going to have the cab not take us to the address. I'll t have the cab take us like five or six blocks. You guys can walk, right? Five or six blocks would be fine. Slowly. Sure. Okay. I, 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 can, I can help Morris. Um, All right, so let's do that. Maybe some stun will do us good. Cool. <laughs> All right, I'm going to need which oh. one of the three of you has the lowest luck to make a check. Oh, I think we've established that that's me. Are you sure you don't want me doing the luck check? Are you sure? Fifty-five, and I've rolled twenty-seven. Yes. All right. So as you guys are getting into the cab and you're pulling away, you see a couple of police officers get out of the get on their cars and start walking to the hospital. I did. I did leave. Uh, I did leave money on the pillow with a little note that says uh, like "Grazie" or something. So. <laughs> Also, well, I, hope they, the papers. I hope they don't confiscate that. Sagut. Okay. All right. So everybody will make it back to the Hotel Luna. The 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 new location, correct? Yep. Yes. Welcome to the Hotel Luna. It's actually a little better than our previous hotel, but nobody will look here. So. Should we all use different names? Yes, I've I've registered under us under um Oh boy. Um I, I, I usually go false names. Leonard Gland. Um we're registered under the Donnelly family. Um so we have Joseph and his assistant Jason, which is Octavius and uh Jackson Elias. We have Michael, which is Frederick, we have Liam, which is uh Morris, we have Kill Killian, which is myself. And then we have Morgan, which is Hauser. What? What's my name? Your name is Joseph Do um, Donnelly, and your assistant Jason. Which Joseph. And if any of you mess these fake names up, <laughs> I am Morgan now. Yeah. Please just call me Mike. <laughs> I, I don't think they know what our sound the sound of our voice, so uh, you don't have to fake oh, that one. Fine, fine. I am Lee, Liam Donnelly, O Begora, to be sure. Born and bred in good old uh, County Donegal in South London. All right, folks. So we've got one day tomorrow morning. Wait, I'm still off on the days, aren't I? Tomorrow is Sunday. Tomorrow is Sunday. Trucks are showing up Monday morning. Right, so Monday. They're day, one last day to do stuff. They're rerouted to the corner down the street. 
um, that's where they're going to meet us. And uh, everything should be in my name at that point. So basically, Sunday. We need to lay low. Needs to be going out getting supplies. So we need, this is. Well, most of our supplies are already gotten and they'll be in the trucks. We need to lay low. And the fact is, yeah. is that uh, very likely the police will think that we are the bad guys and they will assume that we've ran out of town. But we'll be hiding here right under their noses. So this will get very interesting if we find amazing finds at this location uh, uh, east of here in Puno. And we won't be able to bring it to any university here. We've well, that's, sort of, uh, that's, that's all right. I mean, it's, you know, you look at where it is, we can easily just uh, pop south over the border to uh, Bolivia. There you go. Or Chile. <laughs> Chile or Bolivia? Yeah, we'll we'll make it out. Okay. It's not like there's an international network where they can all contact each other really quickly. This is nineteen twenty something. Yeah, some kind of like talking with people from around the world in real time. What like the telegraph? Yeah, yeah, but you know, it doesn't go across the ocean. Yeah. All right. So what do we do until you then? You'll never beat the oldest lamp. Well, are we going to go over all these notes? Yeah, we should go over all, everything we can uh, and study the gold rod, the uh, notes, the routes, the driving routes to Puno. Um, LeBeau. Yeah. Did, do you recall the police mentioning they are privy to Larkin's expedition plans? Mm, no, I don't remember anything of that kind. I think they were just focusing on, uh, they keep saying, uh, you know, friends of Larkin, and then he turned up dead. That was it. Yeah, because if there's one main road to Puno and they know of the expedition out of there, it's very likely that he's not told anybody because if he was going to do something nefarious to us, it was it was, it was in the paper. Larkin's expedition was in the paper, uh, but not yeah. not the details. Um, no, only that there was an expedition. True, and we've moved yeah, the, 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 the day to meet and everything ago. was yeah. The, the days to meet and stuff was sent to you all via telegram. That wasn't right. Yes, yeah, so they're not going to know all that sort of stuff. Yeah, can, and even can, and we have all the notes, so. Yeah. So as long as what was in the paper did not broadcast to the world, it's out of Puno, hmm. then uh, then we're good. But if it broadcasted that, any Peruvian uh, detective lieutenant's going to end up putting two and two together and realize well, that. Well, really, uh, we've just got to hope that the lady at the hotel didn't know anything about it. Yeah, I don't think so. I think Larkin was keeping pretty much to himself with Mm. Mendoza. Um, but yeah, we need to also research if there's any, I mean, Jackson, you were saying that uh, you, you were told this about by the locals in Puno. Um, do they have any stories of the place of where we 
going. We need to kind of maybe be somewhat prepared for, I mean, I know to some people would sound like kind of fairy stories, but look, it, I, it could be some truth in the fact of what they're talking about. This place is haunted or, or dark or whatever. When we get to Puno, I know somebody we can go talk to. Okay. Um, do Jackson. we want to change our looks? Do we want to shave our beards, dye our hair? Do we want to go? Because if we get spotted in any way. Well, we can't really change our, our. Uh, I mean, we really look like foreigners. All right, can everyone make Come an intelligence? There's thousands of around with dyed hair. You'll get spotted in a hurry, I'll tell you. Yeah, if everybody can make an attract idea. the wrong kind of attention. I ain't changing. I like my beard. My idea role has come up with a, a dinner type I'd like to have, and that's about it. Um, I have barely passed with 55 out of 60. Um, I have uh, passed just a, just a standard. My, okay, my so, so you I'm two... going to disguise myself as an elderly Albanian woman. With the beard. Yeah, that'll yeah, work. By just wrapping a towel around my head like a headscarf and affecting a stoop. So you you do you guys vaguely recall the newspaper article that initially draw you that kind of drew you in? And do you recall that mentioned the highlands of Peru was where this temple was? It, no mention of Puno Good. or like Lake Lake Titicaca or any like landmarks. Good. It was very vague. So okay. nice. So if the police went through newspaper records, they'd have you know half a country to search looking for you that way. So, mm. and it'll take them half a year to search through all that garbage. And uh... yeah, and then yeah, more as you remember that there, Larkin didn't seem to be a, a note keeping man. There was just seemed to be heroin syringes and whatever that gold mask was was all that was in there. Yeah, yeah, they'll probably think it's you know like uh, criminal related that he was a criminal with all the that heroin paraphernalia and that he just got his come come up and plus he's a foreigner so they'll just say yeah fuck him yeah as soon as we get out of lima we should be relatively scot-free yeah what if as far as the law is concerned as far as whatever the hell cult we're dealing with. I want to see if we can find a way to protect ourselves. And I mean from the uh, the fat suckers. Well, um, the bar seems to, to be our stop biggest eating. thing. Yeah, yeah, stop eating. Um, who's skinny. got the rod? Do you mind if I take a look at that? Is it still in somebody's pant leg? Oh, um... <laughs> Yeah, now Morris has still got it, yeah. Hold on. You had that oh. in the hospital? It's oh. nice and warm. Stop. Oh. The doctors didn't, didn't find that. I warmed it up for you. Uh, you should have sent that with the mask. I sent I sent the mask with Octavius. I didn't want to sleep on the thing. So Octavius. Um, yeah. I think just one additional idea here. Maybe uh, we shouldn't check out when we want to check out. We should maybe have the rooms here or room for two or three extra days. 
Yeah, that's exactly what I did. Perfect. I, I, so if anyone asks, then it's like they will think we'll be back any moment for days after we left. Right. And leave a I'm, nice tip for that. You, you guys see me pull out some stationery from a bag, um, uh, which is pretty normal. Obviously, got a pen and everything like that. Obviously, I'm going to write some letters. Um, but the strange thing is um, one of the, the stationery that I've got is a dark purple envelope. And there's, um, there's a, I've got like, what do they call the, the stamp things? A wax seal? Yeah, so I've got a wax seal um, that you guys probably get a small glimpse of once I've finished it that um, looks like it's like a family kind of sh shield type looking thing, but you don't get probably that great a look at it. Um, and then I take my letter and go down and, and give it to the front desk um, pay the money and, and ask for them to send it off. Hmm. They do that. All right, folks. So what do we do until then? Let's do some research. Let's see if we can find out anything about this uh, this uh, bar rod, this uh, golden yeah. magical bar. Yeah, so I've got right, that. So, I'm yeah, looking so, at it. All right, so it's, what is it? uh, it's two feet long. It's about three inches wide and just a third of an inch like deep. So it's very thin. So yeah. So Is there any mention of it? If we could find this uh, this text about the conquistador. Maybe he mentions it. Well, uh, the notes the notes say that they the, the conquistadors in question, uh, with great effort, uh, managed to pry some gold out of the walls mm. of this place. I'm betting, seeing how effective this gold was, um, I'm betting this is part of a wall. Uh, make an archaeology check. Archaeology. Oh, darn. Not a hard success, but a success. Okay, so you don't get the impression of what structure this would have been, if it would have been a wall or otherwise, but it does seem like it fits in somewhere. Yeah. It seems to be like, a, a larger design that this was kind of born from. I, I'm just, a, from the notes, I'm assuming it was like a fascia or something. Some sort of artwork on a wall. But so that's my assumption do you think it's the substance itself that's causing the problem with the monsters or do you think it's what's written on it if it's just a piece of something on the wall then maybe it's the gold possibly it's something that's been blessed uh frederick mm -hmm. and morris make a make an idea roll because here's the thing if it's the writing then we're kind of screwed it's the only thing that we've got if it's the substance, if it's the substance and a blessing, then we could divide it up into pieces. That's, that's a fail on me. All right, so so Morris, you get the you get the impression that um, Larkin seemed to react when you touched him with the gold rod, but he was also just sleeping with what seemed to be a gold mask right there. So he hmm. seemed to be lugging this gold thing around. 
So it's not the gold itself. But maybe a blessing. Does the, the rod, does the rod look incomplete? Like if, is there, is there lettering on it that's it, cut it seems off? To, it seems to be a writing and then where it would go to fit with something else, the writing just kind of naturally would cut off. And you yeah. mentioned so as, the as, and it kind of scrolls, I guess we would say horizontally. Right. So, Entertain me for a moment, gentlemen. What if this piece with the writing is a part of, a, as we as we're guessing, a larger thing, and the an entire part of it is something that's going to ward off these sorts of people. So the entire piece wards people off. And since we have a small section of it, we can use it to to hurt these things. But because this piece is taken away, there's a gap in whatever wall has been keeping something closed in or keeping something out is now open. And that's what's caused all this chaos to happen. Well, maybe, but, but my question is, is could we divide that into pieces and each carry a piece that would have a similar effect to the whole? Well, I mean, I mean, it's, it's, it's gold. So it's easy enough to break apart if you really want to, just soft enough metal. Just from we, we might just end up with five useless bits of gold. I mean, well, it's a bit of gold. Exactly. I'm quite happy to have a bit of gold if you want to give me a bit of gold. So it's it's easy to recall the uh, smacking Mendoza with the rod. Um, he didn't seem to have any reaction to it until it actually made physical contact. Right. So it's not warding them off. It is an actual physical physical contact with something. But it doesn't seem to necessarily be the gold substance. Yeah. And since it's only a partial yeah. of the original, then it's probably not the text. It's it's something like you said, uh, LeBeau, that it's Listen. been it's been blessed, uh, dedicated, and well, that's perhaps um, like a like a cross and vampire. Yeah, perhaps Jackson's friend and uh, Puno will will know something about a blessing on these sorts of things if they know about the the legend of whatever this place we're going to yes i'm sure it, that she'll be able to if it's uh, something then that we could divide up and make into something we could hold in our hands and punch whatever attacks us with that gold the, knuckles like gold knuckles yeah gold knuckles <laughs> Or idea. even just a, like a little hammer or something to hit. Yeah. Or a knife. Melt it, melt it down and make some bullets. Yeah, but then the bullets are gone once you let them go. And if you want to use it as a club, you really only can break a two-foot piece into into two one-foot pieces. I mean, having a little four-inch thing, you know, that's not going to hurt anybody. Well, it I might if it's, shank, the, if it's the magic that does it. Yeah. I mean, it would burn, but it would burn a, a little bit as opposed to a nice big amount. I mean, we, we want a heavy impact. Do you think I'm gold the would... smaller it gets, the smaller impact it would have. Probably. Do you think gold would work as a bullet? It's, uh, it's, it's so you, 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 look at, you look at the rod, and you can see that it is not so straight anymore after it... Uh... Yeah. to club Mendoza over the head. Yeah, well, then we all just got to hide over whoever's going to wield the rod. Bullets are lead. That's soft, pretty much. Mm -hmm. uh, it's both, yeah, they're both pretty soft. But yeah, I'm fine with one person with it, and I've got, I I've got a weapon that can, if it doesn't kill them, it can knock them on their ass. Now I wish there was something we could use as a splash guard against this acid that you guys talked about. 
what, what did he do? Did he have like a cup well, and just throw it on you? He made sort of a gesture. And right, Morris? The kind yeah, of a gesture. Was, was like a green flash. It might have been like a green flask or a green bottle or but it, it does but that like a flash like our, our clothing that, um does that make me think of anything i might have seen in new orleans or anything like that something occultish your, your green roll cthulhu mythos uh, uh, <laughs> good luck no! <laughs> your uh your clothing you said wasn't damaged yeah i mean you could look at the shirt here could it have been something more like electricity Maybe. I think, uh, as I've tried to say to you, gentlemen, um, I think none of you are fully. There are things that we can't quite explain. It, it can't. Sometimes it's not going to be as simple as oh, he threw some acid on me. Magic is a, unfortunately, a quite a legit thing. Okay, well, Mister Magic, then we need to know what can we can fight, use to fight against it. Well, that's why I was trying to get some information from my. Uh, uh, my godmother back home, but um, it's I'm I'm having a, I can try call her again, but uh, I seem to be. You know what we need then? We need some sort of witch doctor here. Who can tell us about this Quechua magic, this uh, this ancient uh, Peruvian magic, this Inca magic? Maybe he would well, I know. Could try and, I could try for one of those street kids again, give him a little bit of money, and they uh can probably go track down. They might know someone around the one of the locals or something like that. You know, kids are, kids are really unreliable. Uh, let's just go uh, find out. Let's just go find. Let's. Jackson, let's... this this friend you've got. Yeah. Would this would this person know more about this? Uh... Uh, Inca, Inca magic. If if there's anything like that, she would definitely be the one to talk to. Yeah, but again, she's in Puno. She's we can't get she's there. She's days away. Like that. That's correct. Well, yeah. how about uh, how about we go pay a visit back to uh, um, back to uh, Mr. Sanchez, Professor Sanchez. What if the clock cops have tracked him down because of the incident and they knew we were involved? He's at well, his sister's. They don't know that. We made yeah, sure that nobody would know where he was going. It's a risk, but it's possible. I'd still like it, access to all those books he was hoarding. Well, his books will be at uh, at his office. We at the university. At office already. So what do you guys want to do? We could just sit here and do nothing and then just go tomorrow. Go uh, look, whenever I'll, I'll, the try day and, I'll try and call my godmother again and see if she has any kind of idea what, what what we might be dealing with if if there's a good contact in puno i would recommend that because going about lima as all to all these wonderful locations is not laying low mm, yeah exactly yeah once again Lima's a gigantic you. city so true yeah but it's like playing with fire regardless yeah. of how big the city is and I'd only your want to be going run, back to the places that we've already burned. It's about <laughs> your luck will run out eventually. <laughs> I'm um, in no state to do anything, then. I'd rather just rest, to be honest. Yeah, we have two injured people here. Yeah. But they're also the prime suspects, so I suppose. I think Diffman Chapman admits to have to stay in the, ro in the rooms. 
I don't think I you no guys should Yeah. Uh, just bring me bring me all the books you can find. Bring me whiskey. All right, I'm going to try and call um, I could go for my godmother too. again. Whiskey sounds at good. The new hotel. Okay, you were, at the moment, you are calling in the middle of the night. Yeah. Oh, wait. Middle of the night for me or middle of the night for her? Similar time zones. Yeah. Pretty much. Okay. Well, I'm going to try anyway. Knowing her line of business, she'd probably be awake anyway. All right, so you make a long-distance phone call. Everybody yeah. else turning in for the night? Um, yeah, probably. But we still have tomorrow, right? Yep. I think I'm going to see if I can find um, whatever the local sort of witch or uh, fortune teller or I'm not sure. I probably I might even ask just just pretending like I know I, I'm just sort of collecting fairy stories. See if I can talk to a couple of the locals in the hotel about well, you know, what do you call witches around here? What do you call people who do magic? Not like I'm you know, I'm just telling stories. And then I can go looking for one. Is it still Bruyo? Is it is it Bruja in uh in Peru, I know that it's Mexico. Yeah, Bruja. It still says Bruja. All right, a Bruja. So, but I'll I'll do that in the morning. Okay. So you're waiting, Frederick. You're gonna wait for tomorrow to do your research, or? Yeah. Oh, so so it's just Christopher that's doing one final thing tonight. So I was just after an hour and a half, you eventually reach your godmother. Hey, Marie, how you doing? Ah, uh, Christopher. Uh, so as you know, I'm, I came over here to uh, to Peru to track down this girl, and things have taken a bit of a turn. Uh, it seems I've gotten myself involved in some. Uh, well, and some 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 things from the other side. Oh. I, I fill her in on like obviously being attacked by the Carissery and and what um, Frederick and Morris encountered with Larkin and and so on and so forth. Okay, she doesn't like when you're talking about more of Mendoza. She doesn't really know mm. anything about that. That's not really striking a bell. But if you so talking about Larkin. Um, so you vaguely described a tattoo. Yeah. And from there, she like says, oh, you, you be careful. What did, uh, does that ring a bell to you? No, just, um, I've had no direct experience with it, but I, I've heard about people encountering, uh, similar things. Um, um never seems, know never seems to end well. Do you know of anything of what that green mist or, or the, what the boys think is acid might have been? Um, <laughs> I, my opinion, uh, Christopher, it ain't acid. It ain't. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, um, these guys seem to be just taking the, try to find the simplest explanation for it. 
Uh, I got a bad feeling. That's all I can say. Uh, listen, my, my last question I wanted to ask you is um, that we found some paperwork that talked about, uh, you know, a conquistador by the name of, of Mendoza that was involved in all the, the stuff with the pyramid to begin with. Now, uh, obviously, I, I know your story. Uh, is it at all possible, do you think, that the Mendoza we dealt with could be the same Mendoza from the one who opened the temple? Listen, Christopher, as I've always told you, pretty much anything is possible, if you know enough. Yeah, that's what I was afraid of. All right. Be careful, my boy. It was good talking to Aunt Laveau. I'll see you later. All right, so. And then I'll go to bed, Jack. All right, so on Sunday, it's real quick here, we'll try to get this going here. So uh, Octavius is going looking for a, for a Bruja. Frederick, are you kind of bunkering down doing some research? And Frederick and Morris will both recover another hit point. Yeah. Um, any any books, any information that people bring back to me, I'm going to be. So we'll have you do, do a library upon. library use. Okay. Right now. Well, considering I'm you using. You quite, have quite a wealth of material with you now, so. Okay. I would. Well, that's. Good. I would love to assist as well. After you're done with material. Nope. All right, how, sir? Oh my gosh. Oh no, no, not at all. All right, you are. Find yourself, you're reading a lot about uh, ancient ink and religion. Um, Ooh, push. Just, I'd like to push it. How I'd are like you? How are you pushing? I'm spending like an extra hour. I'm just like, oh, this has got to, there's got to be something more to this. And, and I just go, I go back to the beginning and I start again. I pour read in them books hour. so hard. Is all right. Two hours. I go for it. I feel very confident. Nothing can go wrong. Well, with Hauser, with Hauser going two hours. Yeah. Pushing to Frederick. <laughs> sure. All right, go for it. Uh, well, do you want me to keep the roll that I rolled for it, or uh, do you want me to re-roll it because it's a two? Uh, you also got a two. Wait, you got a two? Two twos. I got a two. Okay, two yep, we're keeping it. Pushes. We're keeping it. Well, right. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> right, no, you're no, you're good. So <laughs> you both really just your uh, eyes are kind of glazing over just pouring through all of this, but you both kind of like look at each other and you buckle down and you really hit those books. And eventually um, you do find uh, a couple of like handwritten accounts and things um, kind of like somebody's own personal journal, like dealing with, you know, dealing with the things of the night, some, you know, like how to ward off the monsters type of thing and that it, it talks scraps about scraps of paper shoved in the margins mm -hmm. <laughs> seems to be very loosely organized it took 
took a while to find, but it, it seems to suggest that if you are to come up against, you know, the thing stalking the Peruvian highlands, um, either dismemberment or burning of the corpses seems to be. So, Frederick, we need machetes mm. and kerosene. This is getting... What's that? Well, you're... I, I heard... You're, you're kind of people... Uh, weren't they working on something with fire? Yeah, the Flammenwerfers, they were good, mm. but Geneva did not like that idea too much. Mm. Oh. Yeah, we won't, we won't touch on that. I, I, I like shotguns, too. Um, oh, yeah, if we could get something like that, that'd be nice. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, dismemberment and fire. Yeah, we can work. We can work with that. That shouldn't be too, shouldn't be too difficult to work out. So maybe on our way out of town, we could swing by a petrol station and get a couple jerry cans full extra i'm sure the trucks will have some extra fuel but yeah we gotta gotta make sure we have uh yeah gotta make sure we have plenty of fire all right so octavius um yeah it doesn't take too long for you to, um, you know, asking people about Ruhaha. That's kind of what you're doing. Just asking around Ruhas. for it. Yeah, yeah. For, 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 for a little kid to kind of come and tug on your clothes. You're right. And says, you're looking, you're looking for a... See. Si. Yeah. Uh, uh, por favor. I, 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 I know where one is. All right. Take me there. I'm quite honestly expecting him to take me to somebody who's going to rob me. But uh, I do have, I'm armed. <laughs> so he, he leads you, leads you down a ways, maybe about half a mile away from the hotel. Okay. Um, down into the kind of this little, little kind of dingy shack almost. Um, and you see inside is a, is a is a is a lady. Um, she seems to be dressed very lavishly. Um, just uh, very, you know, occult stuff kind of scattered. Buenos everywhere. dias. No, buenos dias. What can uh, I do for you? Uh, do you speak English? A little. Uh, my Spanish is a little. Um, I wanted to discuss something with you about magic. And I, I pull out like a, uh, I, I'm not sure what their monetary unit was uh, in the 1920s. They are. Well, the Nueva Soul of the 1980s. I think yeah. It um, so it's pre, pre that, but whatever it is. The equivalent yeah. of a, the equivalent of a, you know, a few dollars. Okay. And I'm. Uh, and I say, uh, recently, a couple of friends of mine encountered uh, a man. Uh, and for all intents and purposes, he seemed perfectly normal. But we, we are 
archaeologists. We dig up old things. And one of the artifacts we had was a kind of golden bar. We think it came originally from the Inca people. Anyways, when this man touched it, his eyes went black, his personality changed, and he seemed to be able to shoot energy from his fingertips and injure people. Do uh, you roll, have... Yeah, yeah, roll psychology. Uh, let's see. What is my psychology? Oh, my psychology is okay. Uh, I got a 19 out of... Yeah, pass. So it seemed like when you were talking about the man that didn't seem right and he reacted to gold, you seemed to be you know, more of like, yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. But when you talked about... Larkin, uh, do you see like almost like fear creep into her face? Is it more than just like, oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about? To oh, that's this is what you're talking about. Um, she's, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I'm afraid look, I can't help you. Well, look, and I, I pull out some more money and I say. My friends and I may be in danger, and we would really like to know if you can recommend anything that can give us some protection. Mm, Jesus. I pull out some more cash. I say, you're not involved. I just, uh, and she, she takes it off the table, and uh, she's like, says the stay stay away from 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 far away from the man with the gold mirror the man with the golden ear mirror mirror man with the golden mirror mirror can you tell me Maybe anything sees. about this man no he's, he 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 came from he came and he uh, he roused them. He uh, gave them direct. I she's she seems to like wanted to uh, the 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 carissery. He 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 came for them. No, get get out, get out, get out. I would like you to know before I leave, though, that we have managed to kill a carissery. It wasn't easy, but we were, we fought him off, we killed him. That may be our mission now. So if there's anything else you can tell us. No. Oops. I understand. Thank you. And uh, I give her some more, a little more money. And as, and as you leave, the kid is out expecting a little. Yeah, I gave him a couple coins. Mm -hmm. Kids like coins because they jingle and make noise. Ah, what have we gotten ourselves into? I can't wait to find out because this is better than I ever hoped for. 
lot of excitement in my life. My life was so boring before. It's exciting now. It's worth the risk. So I'm going to head back to the Hotel Luna. All right. Is anybody else making any field trips, per se? I just spent the day um, with with Morris. I was just playing cards with Morris and drinking some some scotch and stuff, making sure he was okay. Ah, oh, gentlemen, you better you're here. I'm not sure that I got any information for you, but um, this might just be a bunch of nonsense that I paid a lot of money for. But beware of the man with the golden mirror. Who's that uh, reference to? I have no idea, but the local bruja seemed to have a rather strong reaction to some of the stuff that I told her. I didn't give her any information that could lead us back, lead her back to us. But when I started telling her the details, well, I, uh, I didn't get wasn't a chance an to allergic tell you reaction, was it? More like profound fear when I started oh. talking about the man with the black eyes and the the green power from his fingertips. Well, it's funny you mentioned that because uh, I managed to get through to my, my aunt, my godmother, last night. And uh, I started to describe to her the tattoo that uh, you and uh, Frederick saw on, the, um, on, on his chest, Morris. And um, she kind of, uh, I could tell over the phone, she, she kind of tensed up a bit and she told us to be extremely careful. She wouldn't tell me what exactly it meant, but she just said to be careful. And she also said, that uh, we only to open our minds and that uh, what that was thrown at you was definitely not acid. It was something else, to, it, was, it was another power, it was a force of some kind. And uh, I also discussed with her the potential that Mendoza, the one that we know, was in fact the same Mendoza that had involvement with the temple all those years ago and um, she seemed to be under the same belief of me that uh, it is, in fact, the exact same man. Fantastic. But how could she know that? Can you gentlemen keep a secret? Can I trust you? You told us a lot of secrets, dude. Well, you well, this got is a pretty big good one. dirt on me, so. <laughs> my godmother, uh, my mother's best friend, is Marie Laveau. The voodoo queen from New Orleans. Yes, sir. Um, queen unfortunately, she, she died in the 1800s, didn't she? Exactly, sir. That is why I'm saying people uh, have ways of living far beyond their means. Huh. She also, I've if you been... saw her now, she'd look like a woman in her mid-30s. All right, well... Not that I find that incredibly hard to believe, but uh, well, uh, all right, clean, if you say so. Uh, the miracles of clean living, right? Yeah, well, you know, my my uncle Napoleon Bonaparte is, uh, <laughs> you know, who would have ever. Well, get... if you if you want to start going by my godmother's diet, that'd be beignets and hurricanes. So uh... <laughs> I had a beignet once, rather tasty. My my grandfather died of old age. He was 36. Bit early for old age, isn't it? 
into old age in the, in the part of the country we came from. Ah, that's uh, right. fair. Well, that's listen, fair. that's gentlemen. That is why um, I, I'm, I'm telling you this because that is why I am uh, under the belief that Mendoza is exactly the same man. I mean, especially if he's some sort of became sort of a vampire creature. Uh, was once a man got this. I mean, it would it would even up. Yeah, I mean, who knows what he is? Like you say, vampire type creature. If if this creature exists, which it was existing in front of us, we have no idea how long they would live. Well, exactly. I I don't think we have any reason whatsoever to believe that anything lives that long, but. Uh, except perhaps you, Christopher. Uh, and, you know, if I have a kid, his last name is going to be Fox. And I might just name him Octavius. So I think it's more yeah. likely that Mendoza is just another Mendoza in a long line of Mendozas. Well, he was. We, we took care of him. Well, actually, no, we, didn't, we never checked the morgue to make sure he was still there. Well, it's why I always wondered about that story uh, about Bram Stoker, the Dracula, it's like if Dracula was such a powerful vampire, why was it so damn easy to kill him? If Mendoza was such a powerful vampire, then why was it so easy to kill him? I mean, it wasn't that easy. But somebody should have done it a long time ago. Mm. All right. So oh. trucks arrive in the morning? Yeah. Yeah, they'll arrive tomorrow morning. So any last preparation or things you want to look at or there now is the time. We should pick oh, up where am I putting all these books? Petrol. Kerosene. Right, right. Fire. Petrol. We need to stock up on this. Fire I believe, and machetes I, 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 for everyone. As far as I know, all that stuff was on the was gonna be on the trucks. It's the, in the trucks. The trucks were yeah. gonna be fully loaded with everything, yeah. Well let's, Including let's make sure we have Let's make sure we have extra flammable material. Yeah, what we need is snacks. Yes, snacks. I'm there. I'm with you on that one, Fox. Clean, clean water. We need vasa and uh, definite machetes. Well, and, and beer. Uh, I I don't think we'll need. Well, how? Our cerveza is safer for you than the, the water is. Yeah, let's, uh, well, maybe not beer, but let's bring, uh, let's bring some hard, some hard stuff that we can use to at least um, disinfect some water. Yeah. In and case also we need to. A medical kit, it, maybe two medical kits would be good, one for each truck. Mm, yeah, yeah. And some hard tack or something like that, something that won't rot. We can eat. Yeah. Well, if. What about some pemmican? What are we in Canada oh, now? <laughs> no, I hate that jerky. Stuff. It's all greasy and dried uh, fish. Uh, well, considering how good the fish was uh, the other night, or just a couple of crates of guinea pigs. Well, chicha, yeah, we can have some chicha to drink and we can have some gu guinea pigs to eat. I like guinea pigs. I like chicken. It tastes like guinea pigs. I haven't had guinea, guinea pig, you said? Well, yeah, the little local caviars. 
little rodent they eat here. Yeah, it's a what, bit like, like rats. I no, kind of like rats. They're fatter than rats. They're like a they're like a big hamster. Yeah, a hamster, a marmot, a groundhog. Uh, oh, filigree Siberian hamster. Huh. Yeah, we don't we don't have those. We don't have those in the southwest. Sorry. Marmots. Right, so we are yeah, we going to sit sit tight until uh. The trucks arrive tomorrow. Yeah, I ain't seen no hiding the hand of uh, no police outside. So yeah, I think we're cool. We, uh, we're good. Yeah, for now. For now. All right. What well, time we'll just is meeting us early. Ten o'clock. Not that early, but ten o'clock. Right. Sounds good. All right, so with that, we'll just move on to Monday morning as all of you get into the treks heading to Puno. And we'll call it right. for the night. Oh, that was easy. Yeah. <laughs> and we're on our way to Puno. What? No, no, uh, no roadblocks? No blockade? I said you were on your run. way to Puno. Oh. Yeah. Not in Puno yet. Damn it! You've given him an idea, Frederick. No. <laughs> ah, don't worry. We've got a we've got a week. All These right. next couple minutes are gonna feel like a week. Our players included Zane Fleming, Brian Daly, McSwan, Stuart Lipley, and myself with Morgan Llewellyn as the keeper of the secrets. Uh, we're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. We wouldn't be able to do what we do without them. If you'd like to support our show, help uh, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck, good game. Everybody.